listening to Joe Barnes Online. We're talking about building businesses, creating an income for life, and having the freedom to work from anywhere in the world with passion and energy. For want of a better phrase, grabbing life by the proverbial balls. My name is Joe Barnes. Let's make it happen. Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. You're listening to Joe Barnes here at Joe Barnes Online and today I am talking to a fantastic lady. Her name is Dr. Julie Coffey and the clue is in the title, she is a bona fide doctor. You might have been thinking I was going to say coffee drinker there, didn't you? (laughs) Dr. Julie Coffey, what a great name. Um, But no, she is a GP uh, from Sheffield in the UK, uh, which is actually where my daughter was born. And um, I actually met Julie back in 2009 I did a Make It Happen seminar in Sheffield um, and uh, she came along to that and since then she has been building her website the Uber Health Blog Um, and this came about because she had some health issues herself and as a doctor um, she kind of looked to prescription medicine yeah, um, obviously diagnosing herself, but actually found that she resolved her issues through diet, exercise and more holistic methods. Um, and therefore, she wanted to go out and start helping other people the same way. So we have a great discussion about that, um, simply because it's a journey I've been on for the last couple of years as well. But also what's great about this episode is we talk through how she's built her brand, how she built her business, how she built her blog. She talks about um, how she's written and published her books on Amazon. On, um, and it's just fantastic. Her mindset is absolutely phenomenal. If you are a little bit stuck um, with building your brand, getting your business out there, you must listen to Julie because she really is a kind of a screw it, just do it kind of gal, um, which is awesome. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. It really builds passion and energy as the episode goes on. It's quite funny actually how we start off quite calmly and end up really quite excited towards the end of the podcast. So um, I hope you enjoy it. Have a good old listen here to me talking to Dr. Julie Coffey. Hey there, Julie. How are you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Joe. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Great to see you today. Now, you're hailing from sunny Sheffield. I, I believe the sun is shining there at the moment. Is that correct? Yes, it is. It's definitely shining, has done, has been for the last few days and making the most of it. <laughs> awesome. I used to live in Sheffield many years ago. Julie, I think you and I may have bumped into each other at one point while I was living there. Is that correct? Oh, definitely. I've, um, I, I remember meeting you at a property um, meeting and also you did, I think, it was a one-off uh, day thing. About, <gasps> about... Make it happen. Were you there for think... Make It Happen? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Oh my goodness, 2009 that was. Oh, that's blimey. <laughs> that's nearly 10 years ago, 2009. I abseiled down the side of the Sheffield City Hall to um, to advertise the event. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I have a vague, vague recollection of see, seeing something about that. But yeah, I was there. I enjoyed it. It was, it was really good. Ah, so that was, that was back before I got onto the whole internet digital marketing build a business stuff so back then you you uh, you saw the beginnings of what was to become my flourishing <laughs> my flourishing career moving forward that was kind of like my first dip my toe in to the whole yeah. sort of mindset personal development sphere it was a good day it was good fun that day went really really well mm. it was good fun 
Yeah, oh, well, it was really good fun. Thank you for that. So anyway, t- this podcast is not about me. It's about <laughs> you. <laughs> so let's start with who you are. And um, what I'm going to ask you, Julie, is when people ask you, what do you do? How do you answer them? Um, depending on who asks me, really. Um, often I, I say, well, you know what it's like. Um, when you want to make some health changes or you want to lose some weight and you just can't seem to make that happen, um, you know, I'm the person that helps you with that. Okay, so what, are you a weight loss coach or tell us tell us who Julie Coffey actually is? Well, I guess you know, my, my background is that I'm a, a GP. You know, I've been a, a doctor in the UK for over 20 years now um, and about 10 years ago I had a... The, the beginnings of a, a minor health problem, um, some arthritis in my knee, which was quite young to be happening in my late 30s. And uh, looking at my family history, I thought, you know, my dad's had both his knees replaced, hips replaced. My granddad before that had problems and I'm starting at the same age. And um, I felt like I was pretty healthy at the time. But, it, you know, the penny dropped that perhaps I wasn't if this was happening. And I knew that... Uh, working in the profession that I worked in, the the only thing really that was going to be on offer was going to be painkillers, some physio, and perhaps if this continued getting worse, I'd be in the same boat with having sort of big operations on my joints. Um, and there was just something inside me, Joe, that I thought, no, there must be, there must be a better way than this. I just don't know what it is yet, and my medical degree and being a doctor isn't going to help me, so I need to go and find the information. So. I, I started reading lots and lots of stuff about natural health and it was actually like I was having another education and it, it made me realise that as a doctor I knew shed loads about disease and um, what goes wrong in the body and medication but not very much about how to get a body healthy. No, it was a real eye-opener and I, I just put everything that made sense to me um, I put into to action a lot of kind of dietary changes and some lifestyle changes and it wasn't too long before the pain went away and this is you know this is nearly 10 years now joe and it's not come back and my health is better now as i'm getting closer to 50 than it was in my 30s well that's so good job (laughs) yeah i'm sharing a bit of this at at work with patients some patients would glaze over and it would be very much give me the pills i'm not making any changes but there were a lot of people that were really interested and uh, i decided to start start writing a blog and at the beginning i i didn't really have any designs about making a business out of it but more and more people were interested in what i had to say and i was really really loving it you know learning new stuff sharing it and then the, the natural progression was, yeah, doing some weight loss and health coaching for people who were stuck. And usually it's the mindset that's uh, the sticking point for people making the changes. And so how, d- how did your blog evolve then, Julie? Because your blog is the uberhealthblog.com. Um, we're gonna, yeah. we, I'm going to unpack a couple of things that you just said there in a little while. We're just going to come back to the, to the doctor and, and the health stuff. But, but let's just carry on with your story first of all. Um, you, you, you started the blog and then how has, how has your blog evolved into a business? Well, it started out because I, I wasn't very techie at all. It started out, I just got a free WordPress site and put a couple of blogs out. And I was really nervous about doing that because uh, I didn't know if I could write a blog. I'd never had myself down as any kind of writer at all. You know, I failed dismally at English and all of that kind of thing at work. 
having a much more of a kind of sciencey type brain. But I, I put it out, put it out on Facebook, and I was quite surprised that people were saying, "Oh, that's really interesting, Julie. You're going to write another one." Um, and as I, I I got into writing one most weeks and was getting some good feedback, I thought, you know, I perhaps need to get some help with a bit that I'm not very good at, which is um, you know the online stuff, the technical stuff, and get this prettied up a bit so it looks it looks the, the look of it matches some of the the quality that I was starting to to put out um and I was finding that lots of people were asking about weight loss you know that was the biggest issue for the the biggest group of people and uh during my uh journey of getting my knee sorted out I kind of miraculously lost the 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 few pounds that I'd been putting on and um, was having trouble shifting and you know that was almost effortless with the changes that I made so I, I did um, the first thing I did was uh, I, I did a google hangout for just mates on Facebook and I did a, a weight loss thing I, I did it over six weeks and just shared all the information that I'd learned um, that went down really well and I decided from that point to oh I need to you know perhaps make this uh, a bit more professional uh, and make it into a, a course that people can just get on whenever they want so that's been running in some shape or form ever since then and improved along the way um so yeah people who who like my stuff can can get on that course and and it's a 12-week course now broken down into bite size a lot of focus on the mindset um and then obviously information about nutrition and exercise and you know all the rest of it all right, let's get into some of the business stuff first. I want to talk about um, the health. I want to come back to the health. I want to talk a little bit about the weight loss, but let's tackle the business stuff first because a lot of people listening to this um, are entrepreneurs um, or they, they want to start their own business um, and they're going to be interested in how you kind of got off the ground there. So let me just unpack some of that. So you started by um, just posting about once a week, just a blog post on a, on a basic WordPress blog yeah. once a week, you'd say. Very, very basic WordPress blog. Yeah, the free version. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so that's, but that's how I started. Yeah. And then I think the next thing I did, I just got a, a theme to, to put over that, which made it look a bit better. But, you know, still any kind of probably seven year old would have made it look better than I did back then. Um, but, you know, as I was getting more and more people looking at this blog and following me, I I, in, I, I just got together with someone um, who is much more competent in the online space than I am. Because um, I, I kind of had this thing in my head, Joe, that I just need someone to to show me what to do with all this stuff that I don't want to spend forever learning. Because my... my um, thing is obviously the health stuff and sharing that I don't want to spend huge 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 amounts of time learning from scratch about the technical stuff and the online stuff so um I got you know I was on somebody's list Cavett Harrier and um so I got I got some help with him and he got the everything polished really that you know website looks better course looks better uh, my marketing is better um, and things um, started to grow. Um, you just, you've just said a couple of super important things there, which uh, I feel I need to just repeat. First of all, you just got going. 
You know, you use the free version. So many people wind themselves up and wrap themselves up in technical stuff and I've got to have the perfect logo and I've got to have the perfect website and everything's got to look amazing before I even, you know, get out into the world. Um, whereas that's not the case. You just need to get going and that's what you did. You just started, you just started, but is there a market for this? Are people actually going to be even interested in my content? And you just started putting it out there and, and you know, slowly gathered the interest. Um, and then the second thing, I love what you said about that, um, you know, I'm not a technical person. I don't want to wind myself up with that. So I'm going to find somebody else to do that so that I can focus on my strengths and my skills. Um, once again, a trick missed by many people who feel, you know, I don't have the money to maybe get somebody else to help me. So I'm going to do it. But then they end up winding themselves up with it for months on end and then never actually get out there and, and deliver what they're good at, which is the content and the advice and all the rest of it. And so it probably ends up costing a lot more in the long run. So great, great points there that you raised, Judy. Thank you for um, for explaining how you how you got it off the ground. Um, and I noticed as well on your um, site that you've got a free guide. Think yourself, think yourself slim. Is that your free guide? Yeah, there's some of that's changing at the moment. I've got a couple. Uh, the there's a there's a couple of lead-in things at the moment. One of them is a, a, a checklist. It was, uh, you know, a list of things that people could do on a daily basis that would make a real big difference to their health. Um, and to download that, they they come onto my email list. Uh, and the other lead-in, which is relatively new, is a quiz. You know, because people like doing quizzes, don't they? So yep. uh, it's. Uh, you know, have you got what it takes to, to lose weight? And there's um, a number of multiple choice questions there. Um, so, and that's that's working well. Excellent. So um, obviously, after you started getting a bit of traction and people were interested, you thought, right, OK, I need to start building a, an email list here um, in order to be able to obviously send more information and nurture the relationships and then sell my course. So just going back to the Google Hangout, you said you did a weight loss thing. What, what was that? Just you literally getting on and giving advice for a few weeks or just, just yeah, talk, talk through the structure of that, how that worked? I um I remember at some point when I'd been writing the blog for a few weeks and I was thinking oh actually I can put together a blog and write something and I was enjoying it and people were, were appreciating the information um and I think my credibility as a doctor was perhaps helping you know because a lot of people that have weight issues also have health problems um and perhaps other weight loss coaches won't fully understand all of that so people were coming to me saying yeah I'm overweight but I've got all these problems too so I um I remember sitting down one day with a, a pot of tea thinking I've got something here what what can I do you know I'm writing this blog and I'm quite enjoying it but what can I what can I do and I thought yeah I could do a weight loss course so I literally had a big piece of paper mine mapped out I don't know what it turned out to be six sessions and then mine mapped them out put a bit of text together so I could talk about some 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 stuff basically uh, over over the course of six weeks and I just put it out there again on my Facebook page I'm going to do this as an experiment I'm looking for people to help me and give me a bit of feedback on this what do you reckon um, and I think I had about 10 people and yeah it, it, it literally it was a complete shambles um but that didn't really matter. I just thought, we'll just have a go with this. I'm not charging anyone and, and see what they think. Excellent. So those people that came on that first, they gave you feedback so that you were able to take their comments and turn that into a, a saleable course? 
Yeah, I mean, I did it and with with little expectation. It was just literally, oh, I'll just have a go of this. And it, I, I found myself getting really excited because the people were enjoying it and they were really lapping up the information. Uh, and some of this some of this information, Joe, for me, it was really basic stuff because it was explaining, you know, what actually happens within your body when you eat these particular types of food. And I guess I kind of forget that this is is news to people because you know they they're not doctors or they don't necessarily know how how all of this stuff works so I was thinking oh, I've actually got quite a lot of information that is really interesting to people and yet I could just sit there spouting it without any effort some of it mm. and then when I overlay some of the newer information that I'd been learning over the top of that as well it actually became quite a powerful mix and yeah, I, you know, on the Google Hangout, the, the, the thing was that you could see people's engagement and, as well as feel it. So I got really excited and motivated to, to form that into something um, better um, and, and not necessarily having to have me, me on the Google Hangout. Yeah. You know, just something that I can automate. Yeah, absolutely. Um I also want to make reference to the pot of tea. Um, very English. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mind mapped yeah. out over a pot of tea. That's de- that's definitely an English tradition. That. <laughs> well, I, I knew it was going to take more than a cup, so it had to be a pot. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I get ribbed for my love of tea. Um, but yeah, that's brilliant. I love that. Um, Awesome. So on your on your Uber Health blog, um, what you know, what can people get from you now? They can get coaching. I can see there's a couple of courses on there. There's obviously lots of information and a free course on there. Um, but uh, from a business perspective, what 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 is your offer these days? Um, I have, um, well, there's various levels. I mean, the thing that I enjoy the most is is the one on one coaching because. Most people, nearly everybody knows how to do better than they do already. So it's not necessarily a lack of knowledge that's holding people back. You know, everybody knows how to eat better than they do. Everybody knows that moving more than they do will help. Um, And it's the mindset stuff, isn't it, Joe, that stops people taking action on stuff that they know that they could be doing. And people's blocks can tend to be a little bit different from other people's and it's it's not always easy to cover all of that in a a generic course although I do cover probably quite a bit of it within that course but the coaching is brilliant because obviously I can laser focus into an individual and we can root out the blocks and then put some strategies in to overcome that so I that these days that's what gets gets me excited the one-on-one work with people Um, not everybody needs that um, and not everybody wants to do that so the the online course and 12-week course which you know I feed that out so people don't get overwhelmed and I'm there on the site to answer questions Um, that's a really good foundation Um, and then and then other people buy uh, one of two books that I I wrote Um, the books came before the course I, I forgot that bit. Yeah, the, the books came before the course, then the course, and um, and then the coaching. The coaching just kind of happened because people would just ask me for it. Um, I, I'm not sure I ever planned to be a weight loss coach, uh-huh. but uh, that just seems to be the inevitable thing that's happened along the way, and I really love it. 
Well, I can hear that. I can hear that in your tone mm. of voice when you're talking about coaching. Um, the books. What books did you? What books did you write? The first one, uh, which is the uh, probably the best one, it's Living the Slim Life. It really encapsulates most of the knowledge that I that I know about weight loss. Um, we've, I've got the the knowledge in there about you know this is how your body works and how how your body works with the different foods that you put in it. Um, I've got quite a long kind of history with personal development stuff I I began that about 15 years ago when I um, went on I did an NLP practitioner course and master practitioner course the year after that and since then I've been lapping up the personal development stuff Mm -hmm. which has really turned my own life around Um, and then learn all the, the the stuff about the natural health and so the book's got all three things in um and I think when I say I said earlier that I, I was a bit scared about putting the blog out because I'm not a writer. I, I'm not a writer, but I think my skill with writing is to put this kind of stuff in a way that's easy for people to get. So it's not any big heavy read. It's certainly not written in any medical jargon. Um, it's, it's pretty straightforward and easy to read. So, yeah, the first one's the best one because it, it, it kind of takes people through the, the, the basic mindset stuff that they need to put into place to, to make changes with their health and their weight. It's got all the, the important nutrition stuff in there. It's got the, the stuff about the exercise exercise in terms of losing weight, um, and it covers the emotional eating. And it's kind of – I wanted to put cover all the bases, basically, in one yeah. book. Okay. So yeah. you, so you wrote um... – uh, living the slim life and your uh, your other book is think yourself slim um how yeah. how long did it take you to write these books how long would you say it took you to not, put to write a book put a book not, together not not long really because i think all the groundwork was done already you mm-hmm. know because i'd i'd um researched all of this not specifically with the idea of writing a book but just to satisfy my own knowledge um and, and writing notes along the way and uh it was i was just doing some business networking and there was somebody there uh, who had um was helping people self-publish and I just thought I'd had an idea knocking around in my head of possibly putting all of this knowledge together in one place so that meeting that lunchtime um sealed it really so I had all the knowledge I think it only took me about a couple of months to put it down on paper uh the first draft okay not long, but that's because all the, the, the legwork had been done before then. Yeah, yeah. And so talk us what you did with that then. So you self-published that, did you? Well, I, yeah, I, I met up with somebody who helps people like me self-publish. So basically, I, I had to, you know, write the, write the stuff and uh, she had somebody to proofread it. Um, I found I found the writing quite, quite easy and it didn't need... To, uh, too many changes with it so all of that was easy where she came in was actually being the foot my backside for the bits that I didn't like you yeah. know the boring it's like what's the cover going to be um, you know what's the name going to be um, you know all of that kind of the detailed bits that I'm not very all that good at you know as far as I was concerned in my head right I've written the book I've sent the word document over I'm done and of course it's that's not it is it no no <laughs> so this is why this is why it was good having somebody there to to help me through that process and just make you know push me over the finishing line with it really, um, and dealing with the the other boring bit like actually getting it printed, okay, um, and getting it onto Amazon and all of that kind of thing. 
Okay, and um, so people can obviously buy your books on Amazon. What were some of the biggest challenges that you found with with writing yeah. and publishing a book on Amazon? Again, I um, I'm very much that I don't want to, I don't really want to do lots of the stuff that I don't want to do and don't like doing. So um, Gail, who helps with the self publishing, sorts all of that out. She she got the the Kindle version uploaded and that sorted out she deals with posting the books out so I don't I don't do that because yeah I'm I'm quite busy anyway because I'm still a still a doctor um and the time that I'm not a doctor I really want to spend on doing the bits that I like so that's why I'm quite happy other people doing the bits that I'm not so so keen to do mm-hmm. what about the um, promotion of it Julie well, how, how do you get the message out there in fact what about the promotion of your whole website and your brand how do you how do you um, you know tell people that you exist well the weekly blog that's that's the main one I, I do I, a newsletter um, which goes out to my list and you know sometimes that gets forwarded on I get more and more people on the list that way um, I more recently I've been experimenting with uh, Instagram and doing small small minute videos. Um, again, it was you know a mentor online mentor that's encouraged me to do that, which I wasn't too keen on at the beginning, but I actually quite enjoy it and then been getting some good feedback on these little bite sized pieces of information. Um, yeah, and Facebook I've been. Uh, using Facebook for a number of years um, now and then I do podcasts and, um, and now and then I do some guest blog writing for other sites as well so it's a combination of all of these these sorts of things and um, I guess local you know locally people know what I do as well you know sometimes I'm asked to to go into places and do some do some uh, talks which I wouldn't necessarily say is my forte but um, I do that too Fantastic. And you're still practicing, you say. You're still you're still a practicing doctor. Yeah, I do two days two days a week, which um feels like at the at the moment the balance is about right really. Okay. So I still have, you know, time for myself. Because that, that really is the next question. I think lots of people sort of really want to get things off the ground, they struggle with time, uh they want to start a business, um, but maybe they're working or they're they you know, they've got other other ways of generating income but their passion business is kind of sitting there waiting for them to dedicate some time to it. Um, what does a week in, in in Julie's life look like from the point of view of if you could say, okay, well, I, you know, I work, I work a couple of days a week, and then I spend this time promoting, this time creating content. I mean, do you find that there's, do you have any sort of specific routines through the week? Yeah, I do. But just to take it back a little bit, Joe, because when I first started this, I was busier than I than I am now. And if if it truly is a passion, you find the time to do it because you want to. I mean, I was when I first started this. I was I might have done some, uh, you know, full day's work, but because I was excited about this, I might have been knackered when I left work. But when I sat down to do some Uber Health work, I was re-energized because it really is my passion. So there's always time to do a passion, and I think if it's not, it's either not your passion or there's some serious mind blocks in your way. You know, people are often frightened to put their stuff out, but um, but but now, yeah. It's very much looking at time because um, I got to the point where, you know, I'm a GP. I have another 
job related to being a GP as a, a GP appraiser. Um, I have, you know, lots of interests and there's this. And I, I got to the point last year where I was thinking, you know, my time's so squeezed now. I'm not having actually much time for myself. So I had to relook at that and, you know, realised that it's it's just really about getting organised and disciplined about time. So I have two days a week where I'm a GP. And last year I decided to drop, because I used to be three days, and I decided to drop one. And um, I'd been not not dropping one for various reasons and um well sometimes you've just got to do it haven't you um so so that that made things a lot better and then I have certain key things that I want to do each week with the with uber health one obviously being the writing so there's one day that I say you know if I get nothing done today I will write two blogs two newsletters and the bits and pieces that go around that um another day um recording videos again it's like i might have one or two tasks that you know i must get done so there's another day that i'll do the videos some youtube videos and some instagram videos um and some some little post other social media posts that's quite a fun day i like that one um and then i have another day where it's the kind of running list um where i can just sit down maybe with a big pot of tea joe and uh, (laughs) crack on with the with all the little bits and pieces so um i like to structure it like that and and also it's really important that i always have sunday off when i'm not doing any work and it's just very much you know for me you know family stuff or or reading so that's really important to build in that time off that's got to be a health thing as well, right? I mean, it's healthy to, to just step back for a day and just take a breather. Absolutely. You know, um, yeah, yeah. Because I think with the amount that entrepreneurs may have on their plate at any one time, if they're trying to get a business off the ground and they've got a job and a family and all the rest of it, if you don't, if you don't have that time, that recharge time, you know, there is risk of burning out and, you know we've only got this time you know like you know these this hour that we've got joe we've only got this hour yeah we're choosing to do do this podcast because you know we're both enjoying it um you've got to enjoy what you're doing and i think if if you're not you know you really need to step back and and take a look at that and uh, i'm saying that from from an uber health point of view as well because you know your health is part of your entire life and and happiness and relaxation is really important part of that. I I'm so with you on that, Julie. Seriously, a couple of years ago, I just had to stop. I literally just had to stop and step back because I knew that I was I was just going in the wrong direction. My health was suffering. Um, I'd I'd stopped enjoying what I was doing, and because I wasn't enjoying it, my health was really suffering because I just wasn't. You know, I just got myself into a real funk. You know, um, and so I, I I literally just had to stop. I just had to stop and take a breather and say I just need to breathe and reassess where I'm at. And and so the whole do stuff because you enjoy it. Oh my God gosh, you know, oh, I can't, I can't stress how important that is. Um, you know, that's absolutely huge. So I love, I love that quote. That is a quote that you've given me, Julie. There's always time to do your passion. Love that. Um, and uh, so bang on, really, really good. So um, I don't know whether to go down this rabbit hole and talk about how the fact that you had a medical degree and a doctor 
wasn't going to help you helping people with their health. <laughs> that worries me a little bit, um, not from your it point of do. view, but generally from the industry point of view. Have you got anything to say on that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, um, I probably even before this wasn't your typical average doctor because uh, I was very much I, I, I had the attitude of most of the things that would walk through my surgery were self-inflicted. Um, sometimes by accident and sometimes just people's head in the sand. You know, the obvious one is smoking, but um, but I'm thinking more of, you know, eating the wrong foods, you know, perhaps being overweight and, and getting all the illnesses that are associated with that. But once I went through this almost this second education or perhaps first education about health, I realised that I was perhaps maybe ill-placed in the job that I was in because I was looking at it with brand new eyes and realised that medicine, you know, the title's there, it's medicine. It's not natural health, it's medicine. And I was really thinking, whatever this is supposed to be, it's definitely been hijacked by the pharmaceutical industry because if there's if there's something that people are complaining about, there's going to be a pill made for it. And uh, Within my research with health, there was a number of things, conditions that I'd come across that I actually hadn't even heard of. And I thought, God, I haven't heard of this particular potentially really common problem because there's not a pill to fix it. Um, And so it's not taught on the curriculum at medical school. We don't find out about this in our postgraduate education. Um, And I, I began to think this is a corrupt industry we are sustained on people being ill and we are driven by the pharmaceutical industry. And I really believe that's how it is. And I think people should be worried about that because they're not getting the information that would serve them best with their health when they go into the average NHS establishment. It's shocking, isn't it? It really is shocking. I've watched uh, quite, a, quite a few documentaries on, on the pharmaceutical industries and what they're up to is shocking. Um, and you know what worries me is that you, you have something wrong with you, so you start taking a pill, which then creates a whole host of other problems. Absolutely. And one of the, one of the not uncommon um, reasons that people may end up in hospital or in the morgue is because of intervention by modern medicine, either by, um, well, often by the pharmaceutical drugs. You know, these are chemicals that have been created in laboratories to make these companies profit at the end of the day. That's what they are. So do you talk about any of this on your, I mean, do you highlight this as as part of Uber Health? Is this sort of part of your message? Hey guys, look, you know, we need to turn to natural health here to to heal ourselves, Um, you know, and and, and pull away from the drugs and, uh, you know, the the pharmaceutical stuff. Do you, is that your message through your content? It it definitely is because medicine is just, if you take something common like high blood pressure, you know, high blood pressure is caused by what people choose to eat and how they live, live their lifestyle. Um, if you go into the average GP surgery, the, the lifestyle stuff will get a very cursory mention. There's no expertise or time or resources to, to help somebody to improve their lifestyle or their health. So they get put on pills and that's not taking away the thing that's caused the high blood pressure in the first place. It's just 
symptom suppressing it's like putting a post-it note over your oil warning light on your car you know the problem and the cause isn't going away just because you cover it up um and as time goes on if you don't take away the cause it's going to get worse and this is why as time goes on people end up on more and more and more tablets um, and I think sometimes I think the worst thing that can happen is that someone comes in for a general health check. They, they get found that they've got high blood pressure. And then it's almost like, right, we've got you now. We'll start you on the first tablet. And before you know it, you'll be on four, five or six. Yeah. God, we could. Uh, th- th- this is almost a whole other podcast all on its own, to be honest with you, Julie. Because um, <laughs> we could we could really talk about this for a long time. Um, but the, the the reason that I that, that we got together today and that I wanted you to be on the podcast is because this this podcast is all about people building businesses and obviously you're building your Uber Health business um, and also changing the world. So is this your how you feel that you're making a difference in the world by steering people more towards natural health and being able to heal themselves uh, through their lifestyle and the, and the way they eat and exercise, etc.? Yeah, I I do. I think, I think, I mean, there are, since I've been in this space, um, I have come across other doctors. I think we're definitely in a tiny minority, but there are other doctors now who can see what's going on with inside the industry that they work. Um, And there is in this very small group of us an appreciation that, you know, the body actually wants to be well. The body would heal itself um, and it's not going to do that by taking chemical medication and pharmaceutical drugs. It's going to do that when you stop injuring it and hurting it with what you choose to eat uh, and what you cho- and how you choose to live your your life. You know, the human body is very robust and and has the ability to heal itself from all sorts of different problems. And and obviously along the way you'll feel you know your vitality will come back, uh, your energy will come back, uh, you'll have the energy to pursue your passion, um, or even after a full day's work, because uh, you know, we've all been you know blessed with this amazing thing, the human body, and and it withstands so much crap that we do to it, and. Um, you could just imagine. I mean, I just I light up when people stop doing that to themselves and feel the benefits of actually just looking after this. Because I, mean, I, I can look at some people and think, you know, you look after your car better than your body. Mm. You know, out there polishing it every week, or you know, or some people are really house proud and making every everything in the right place. But you know, if they did that with their body, they would feel amazing. Mm. I like I said uh, two years ago when I stopped. Um, you know, killing myself, basically, which is what I was doing at the time. Um, And I went on a huge health um, kick. And, you know, that's what it felt like. Right, I'm doing a health kick, right? And so uh, I packed up uh, alcohol completely for 18 months. Um, I completely changed my diet. I started doing yoga, one of the best things I've ever started doing in my life. Um, And over the the last two years, and now it's nearly two and a half years, um, that's progressed, you know? So so I'm now doing um, strength training in the gym. I now go and I do Zumba and I do other classes and I walk regularly and my whole diet's changed. And I do have the odd glass of champers, but you know, it's a lot more temperate than it used to be um, and all of that kind of stuff and what's interesting is is that over the last two years where before it was I'm going to go on a health kick now 
my health is number one before anything else in my life because it can't not be. I feel so good and I've got so much energy. Um, and in that first year, I lost 20 kilos. I'm struggling to lose the next 20, but then I'm also putting on a lot of muscle because I'm doing strength training. Um, so, yeah. but my clothes are a lot, you know, I've still got a ways to go to get to the weight I want to get to, but my clothes are fit much better. I look much better. Um, my family have just seen a dramatic change in me in my moods in my energy levels um and it's almost like now that two and a bit years on there can't be another way you know you 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 when you reach that point where you feel really good you you suddenly realize there can't be another way you can't ever you can't ever go back you don't ever want to be unhealthy again because that's t awful so once you feel healthy you know you say it suddenly dawns on you especially at my age mid 40s my gosh this is my route to longevity you know this is my route to not just longevity but quality of life you know I have so much of a better quality of life more energy can move I'm more flexible can can bend and squat and get things from the bottom of the kitchen cupboard with no trouble and <laughs> you know can can run and play with my daughter can so you know, health is, it's, it's like, it's everything. And it, and it blows my mind. I, I have this discussion with my trainer regularly. Blows my mind that I spent so many years abusing it and that people spend so many, you know, what, I, I don't understand why we do that to ourselves. It just blows my mind. It, it blows my mind because, um, you know, whatever you did to yourself, I'm sure I've seen worse a hundred times over when I go to work. Um, but, you know, what you've said, Joe, is, is brilliant because, you know, now you've got to that point where you won't go back because at some point over the last couple of years, you've got over the brow of the hill and and it's you're freewheeling with this now because it's kind of automatic for you that you would do all the healthy stuff. In fact, you enjoy it. And. This is the very thing that you don't find on a diet, you know, which is people's go to thing. You know, I'm, I'm unhealthy. I'm overweight. I'm going to go on a diet uh, for five minutes and then I'm back again. You know, and that yo-yo thing, whereas like, you didn't do that. You, it sounds like you've done the incremental change and looking at this as a lifestyle thing. Uh, you know, longer term, you're you're looking at your health and your in your happiness because they're so tightly linked. So, yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And it, and you're still on the journey and still loving it. And it, it doesn't sound like there's any impatience there. It's just you're just taking one step in front of the other. Well, it's, it's, that, it's a journey forever, Julie, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's a but, you know, it's a journey for the rest of my life. And that's the thing. When you when you start thinking about health, when you're not healthy, it seems like this thing that you want to do for a certain period of time until you hit your goal and then you can go back to what you were doing before, right? So, you know, it's like this whole thing about if you reduce your calories, your body gets more efficient at burning those calories. And so then when you go back to your normal diet, you put the weight back on. Well, why are you going to go back to your normal diet? Why are you going to go back to eating pizzas and chips every day if that's what you ate, you know? if you, It's not, it's not about having a health kick. It's about being healthy forever so you have a quality of life. And it's not, once you start doing it and you're there all the time, it's not hard. 
because you love the way it makes you feel. You bounce out of bed in the morning. You have energy all day. You feel great. The last thing you want to do is consume stuff that makes you feel like rubbish. So uh, anyway, sorry, huge, huge, huge rant there. So 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 love it. Love what you're doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, thing, the thing is, Joe, it's like it's not difficult because over a period of time, it becomes the new normal. Yes. You know, the old normal is just so far behind that you couldn't do that now if you tried or not for very long anyway but it but it but i get what i get I mean, it was tough in the early early days because you for a start your body is starting to detox sugar you know and you get all the stuff that goes with that but again it comes back to what you were saying about going on a diet you know if this is long term then you just do it slowly you take it step by step it doesn't all have to happen yesterday you know so you perhaps don't give everything up all at once you just you just start to change your habits and in your mind um i think the big thing for me was finally saying forget my weight I'm not going to worry about losing weight. I just want to have more energy and I want to feel better, you know? And I think when I changed my mindset to say, I want to wake up in the morning and I just want to feel better. I want to feel happier and I want more energy and I want to feel good. Um, I think that's when things changed. And then the weight obviously was just a byproduct of that. That's similar to, I mean, I didn't have loads of weight to, to lose when I first started on this show, but my focus was I need to get my body healthy because my knee is starting to fall apart. You know, it's in the early stages. So I, I completely eye off the ball of weight, although the previous years to what, before that, I'd been trying to lose it and not getting anywhere. Um, but then it was like the one day... I just thought, oh, actually, I'm feeling a bit trimmer. I'm going to go and see if I can get in that pair of jeans that I've been hanging on to for the last few years. And, that, you know, that's when it dawned on me that I'd lost about, I don't know, 10 pounds a stone, something like that. So not a big lot of, of weight, but at five foot four, it was enough to put me into a different dress size. Yeah. And that felt like it happened by accident because I hadn't focused on the weight at all. It was very much health. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm a complete advocate of, uh, of health, as we all should be. So what's the future for Uber Health then, Julie? Where do you, where do you see yourself going with this? Uh, well, it's, it's kind of, this is, when I was saying this has become, it's, it's my new normal. This is just what I do. You know, I, I think about it every day. I've often got a notebook in my pocket and writing ideas down as they come to me or if somebody asks me a question um so it's, it's continuing with the blog getting some information out there i i really want to grow my list and get the message out to more and more people because the health of the nation even if i just look at the uk is appalling you know two-thirds of people are overweight a third of people are obese um and this is you know, when I'm at work as a GP and I just look at all the misery of the ill health is causing and most of this ill health is completely preventable. Um, I want to get the message out so people know that they've got so much more power in their own hands by making different choices. They do not need to pass this responsibility over to their doctors and nurses at the NHS who might be spouting a whole load of brainwashed rubbish from the pharmaceutical industry, which is actually making them worse. No, I just want people to, to feel good and, and have the energy and just be happy. And 
feeling great great health can just make you feel just so happy without anything else going on I love it I can hear the passion in your voice I uh, as, as you're saying I just want to get my message out there as you're saying that I'm thinking to myself because um, obviously this podcast is is uh, to facilitate my build a business change the world project and part of that is to raise this million dollars for my uh, investment fund micro angels and I'm like oh I can hear myself saying I just want to get the message out there you know there's these women in these countries and they need your help and they're going to build businesses and change their change their whole lives and I can literally just hear the passion in your voice it's excellent I love it so hopefully um, I can help you get the message out there a little bit with this podcast hopefully people listening um, will get the message um, and can come and visit you and find out more on uberhealthblog.com question before we go Julie if you could give yourself a message say I don't know 10 15 20 years ago what would what would have been a message you would have said to yourself back then oh even going back even further Joe, uh, something that I've learned along the way with all the mindset stuff and personal development if you if you want to do something just start it you know don't worry about it being pretty or polished just do it just do it and enjoy it thank you nike for that <laughs> is it nike just do it such a good tagline i think it is yeah. i think it is actually but it is it just just bloody do it you know sod it you know if it doesn't work out quite how you want it then you make it better tomorrow or next week I love it. That's uh, that's just brilliant, Julie. Uh, w- what a great way to end the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on today. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you as well, Joe. And I can't believe it's been so long. No, neither can I. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To join in the conversation, please head over to joebarnesonline.com where you can find links to podcasts, show notes, and sign up to download my free ebook, How to Build a Business You Can Run from Anywhere in the World. If you have a moment, please subscribe and quickly rate this podcast. I'm not sure where you're listening to this, but if you happen to be on iTunes, it literally takes a tenth of a second to hit the little stars and your rating will ensure it gets out to more people and impacts as many as possible. Lastly, I'm super passionate about creating a movement of philanthropic investors. So please head over to joebarnesonline.com forward slash micro angel to find out more about how you can become a micro angel and with just $25 impact thousands of women and children who desperately need our help. Thank you so much. I do hope you've enjoyed today's episode. See you on the next podcast. And in the meantime, get out there and make life happen.